0: Everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode one hundred and seventy-nine of the Guardian Hill Podcast. We talk destiny, sometimes interview guests, and definitely talk about our love of the game. This week hosts Kingsley Mac in Sin will bring you our not so humble opinions. How are you doing, Sin?
1: (laughs) Magical, sir. How about yourself?
0: Great. I love magical gator on the episode last week. That was quite fun. He was a guest, right?
1: He was, or uh, (laughs) a slash fill-in host.
0: Yes. (laughs) That was very magical. And uh, just a reminder, Gator over from the Guardian Downcast podcast, uh, friends of the show. And by the way, um, if you're ever... Looking for another destiny podcast to listen to after ours, of course, check out destinypodcasts.com destinypodcasts dot com to see podcasts that are in the Al sector Alliance and then another podcast too that you can listen to
1: yeah, absolutely. there's,
0: there's a couple out there a few a few, but uh <laughs> we're holding down the fort we're we're at episode one hundred seventy nine going on a few years here and uh Wait, at some point, if we keep going, we can be one of the longer standing ones.
1: What's the do you know what the longest one is now that's still, currently still running? I
0: mean, Planet Destiny, they just are closing up shop. Um, there's some that are off to look at the list. I know uh, Massive Breakdowns is still around and they've been around longer than us. Um, you know, I'd have to look through it to kind of know for sure. Of course. You know, part of the Al Sector Alliance Good old Potato Thumbs podcast have definitely been around longer than us. Shout out to them, Admiral Nips and Fluffy Fingers.
2: Potato, uh, potato. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's some good ones out there. But enough of that. What is new with work? By the way, Des cannot make it tonight because of work craziness and i imagine your work is crazy also sin any interesting stories or things about that
1: uh not really anything you know too interesting it's just the uh, same old grind that i'm used to car business long hours staying late for customers uh that that sort of thing which is not bad i mean i've i've actually been enjoying my couple weeks back uh, you know I've been kind of thinking you know being out of the business you know offers a fresh perspective on like really what's out there, and really, a lot of other places do suck, especially since I'm so used to this type of business, and it feels like you know now I'm being back that I am actually an asset to the team, and that there's a lot of like weak spots, and there's things that they probably haven't been doing that they should have been doing just with you know, being chaos, you know, not having the, not having the management, uh, support it, but now I've been, been enjoying being back. I've helped, uh, get a couple cars on the board for him and been making sure all, all guests have been followed up with, which looks like there was a lack thereof.
0: But it is crazy, right? Don't you have to sometimes, you don't have like just set hours. Don't you have to sometimes work late nights or, or tell us how it varies from time to time? Yeah, so... First, of like, of month, right, And lots of days per week and all that, Jess. Yeah, so
1: like my schedule is 9 to 9 Monday, 11 to 9 Tuesday, 9 to 5. Um, Wednesday off Thursday, 9 to 9 Friday, 9 to 6, or actually 8.30 to 6 on Saturday. But of course, when there's guests there, the 9 o'clock is not 9 o'clock. It can be sometimes 10, 11, 12, yeah. Yeah, depending yeah. on the amount of guests that you have. So it's... I have a set schedule, but it is flexible just in the evening times at close when there's guests. I mean, of course I stayed a little bit later this week um, on my early day just to get some things done. And there's a lot of cleaning up things that needed, you know, needed to be done.
0: So kind of of reminds me, I I know what you mean about like that hour is just basically when they kind of like close the doors or whatever, but if anyone who's there, yeah, you could, however long it takes when, when i worked at disneyland during the heydays and the summers and really really busy years and stuff and the park let's say the park closes at midnight right all that means is they close the lines to all the rides at midnight so they have someone that comes out the clock strikes 12 and then they have a employee put up a rope so no one new can get in the line but if the park's really busy, you still have so many people on the line that got in there until 11:59 that it'd take a good 45 minutes to get everyone through the line, even though the park is clo- closed, closed. And then so like if we were the closing shift, you know the park closes at 12:, they would schedule people easily to like 1:130, 1, uh, you know for closing up and everything like that.
1: Oh yeah. But uh, re- re- definitely re- tailor in a because-
0: nutshell all the stupid financing and all that stuff always takes forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it, it doesn't really have to, but, uh, um, doesn't <laughs> what, what it ends up, why it ends up taking so long. Like our company is big on policy and procedure and, you know, you have to do things a certain way. And, uh, you know, our company is also big on like taking care of guests. For example, like this week, we had somebody that, uh, purchased a used car, Shortly after buying it, like within days, they started having like all these lights come on. Service told them that they couldn't get them in for like two or three weeks just due to scheduling conflicts. And he mentioned is like, well, is there any way I can bring the car back? And our company is the type, if it's not funded and we can do it easily, we're just going to take them out of the car. We'd rather save ourselves the hassle of a bad survey than deal with it and try to trade them out of it and get two car sales. Um so they're big on like making sure everything is done a certain way and, and for the guests and yeah, it's, it's insane.
0: I know a lot of people have little hiccups that come up with financing or don't know certain answers. So it can add time that way. But I was always the customer where I was like annoyed with the dealerships. I wanted them to go faster (laughs) because like I, I had the perfect financing. They didn't have to worry about me. And then they, All the small chit chat. I'm not big on small talk, and then all the upsells and stuff. I'm like, no, let's get moving faster. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, no, I don't care about telling you my story. Blah blah blah. Let's just get this done. (laughs) Yeah, building a rapport and selling you something. I was always the one trying to push them to go faster.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's certain times that we can and we can't. Um, You know, somebody who has their own financing like you is basically a cash deal. The finance managers don't make anything on it, really. They get paid on financing and selling products. That's that's their commission structure. Yeah. So if it becomes we're not going to sell anything, they do want to get you in and out of there quick so they can get to the next person, obviously, because it it yeah. makes better sense financially for them to do that. Yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting for sure. Um, uh, I had a bad case of COVID. Started a couple weeks ago. I missed the show last week, and uh, work is good because I can do most things remotely. But let me tell you, uh, it sucked. Uh, My wife ended up getting it too, and she had a mild case. So it really does show how it can affect different people different ways. And uh, I'm finally all better. But uh, boy, like, think about any flu that I had in my life. You know, flus are worse than colds. And then times that by 10, that's how I felt with this. So definitely
1: sounds a little rough and you was, probably had a different variant I I think you had mentioned you know off the show that you didn't actually lose your sense of taste right
0: No that's more typical with the original strains going around not the um not the new variant the new the original ones also were even more dangerous for people they turn more into chest colds a lot of people get pneumonia have low blood oxygen levels and that's how people were dying and And the new ones are more of a head cold, you know, congestion in the nose, sore throat, stuff like that. I had congestion times 10, the worst of any congestion I've ever had in my life. And a fever for like three or four days. And usually colds and flus, like you only have a fever for like a day or two, right? It's like, this is crap. Like, (laughs) So, yeah, luckily nothing with taste or smell. Um, I did end up getting a prescription and taking the antiviral called Paxlovid, which is a really cool technological breakthrough where, um, you know, nothing can cure viruses. What um, what immunization shots do is what they do is they cause it so that if you get the virus, basically causes it to not replicate at all in the, it, at the beginning, so you really don't have as many symptoms, no symptoms, and then hopefully you don't pass it to others. But this is a new variant, anyway, so none of the immunizations covered this, anyways. The new shots actually come out this week, in nationwide. But anyways, what Paxlovid does is, you take it, and you know you already have, you already have it, so you already have the bad symptoms. But then it stops the virus from replicating from that day on, so it can't cure the virus, but it, it gives your uh, immune system a jump start. So like at least it's not doubling and replicating anymore, and then you can, your body can fight it a lot quicker than a natural way of fighting it. And let me tell you, I, I don't know how it would have turned out if I didn't take that stuff because I was pretty bad off. So I was really happy that we had technical advances these days, good medicine and things like that.
1: Yeah. That's always a plus.
0: Yep. It was, it was those things, it, the Paxlovid for a while was like hard to get, like the presidents had it, both Trump and Biden both took Paxlovid when they uh, had COVID and, And it was only those things like 65 and older and only if you really need it. But now there's so much in production that it's actually easier to get. So uh, I I was
1: producing that, but not anything else for retail channels. Like cars are still not coming in in droves. There's, it feels like when you go to the store, there's still not a lot of certain products on the shelf.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of electronics and in cars that have like electronics in them too, there's so many things in the, supply chain that ultimately will even go back to like um japan or china or other countries we rely on so many things in the supply chain that things are backed up uh but some things like you know pills or things made in the u.s can be produced quicker if there's not as many things in the supply chain so it really just depends uh where and what you need
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. interesting fact about that um you know, being back in the car business now, you know, even though Volkswagen, we are fortunate enough to have, you know, a decent amount of new cars, um, actually learning that some of the new cars being produced don't have like certain safety features on them because they don't have the electronic components to be able to put them in the vehicles like blind spot monitor. Oh, there boy. are some new vehicles that are being produced without blind spot monitoring just to get them out on the road. Uh There's not enough components for that now some of the 13s coming in will still have them uh because they had the i guess they got enough products in to put them in that for production
0: wow um yeah i was hoping by next year you know if things can get better production like a lot of the uh countries that produce a lot of electronics hopefully by next year things will get a little bit easier to get a hold of uh um, I hope because it, yeah, so many things rely on electronics. I know we're trying to do more in the U S too. It's not just U S it's not just Asia. It's just everyone everywhere needs to get the supply chains going so that we'll have a lot because boy, electronics are necessary these days <laughs> <laughs> for so many things, right?
1: Yes. For everything <laughs> in what we do.
0: I like the electronics in my car, but I get it. Like if you don't, if you're behind on that, but, um, I was lucky. We, me and my wife got our cars before any supply chain issues. And then shortly after that, uh, things went crazy. I hear PCs and game video, uh, GPUs and stuff are getting a little easier to get a hold of. Which is
1: good. I think. Uh,
0: and PS5s like- are definitely getting a little easier to get a hold of.
1: Yep. I know uh, Target's had them in stock. They're still restricting to online only, but you can save them like on a Target app uh, just from working in the stores. Yeah prior to going back to the car business, like they have them on the back back shelves. The, it was the Horizon uh, Forbidden West bundles, and you could save it and luck into finding them online and just ordering it for pickup. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think it's, it's, again, the, the super advanced, I mean, maybe because cars have so many things in the chain, maybe that way they're going to be a little bit harder to get caught up compared to other things. But right. uh, hopefully everything will eventually
1: normalize yeah normalize. I, mean, I i hope it doesn't i hope the inventory levels stay low because uh just seeing the grosses like now versus what they were when i first left it is a night and day difference um, even just on volkswagen side uh more money uh, to be made so i hope it stays limited but not in the sacrifice of the technology
0: gross no we want more supply I disagree. Sorry. (laughs) Not trying to have you have less money in your life, Sin, but I'm thinking of the greater good.
1: (laughs) I hear you. It's probably going to be a lot longer than we think before it actually gets back to normal. Oh, probably
0: will. Yeah. I I can agree with that, (laughs) unfortunately. (sighs) We'll see. But uh, hey, there's no no short supply of things to do in Destiny, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is for sure. Although I still have not pre-ordered yet, but I will probably do that at some point. Oh, I still I got a while to go. Uh, no, but, yeah, I haven't I mean, done much in the game this week. Uh, I'm doing. You've rated, rated. I got my three clears, uh, at least, or one clear in a checkpoint, and um, two tokens in a blue. Still no uh, touch of malice, unfortunately, but it will come eventually. I've been trying to maximize the lootable clears every week and doing it all three characters and um, doing some of the story mission now just with the lack of time yeah. and trying to make sure I'm not oversleeping and trying to be at work on time. So
0: been uh, yeah, a little more
1: responsible.
0: It, it seems like this season with the raid and, and the way the story is spaced out. It's a pretty good feeling for, for most people like still, there's times where, yeah, we may want to step away from the game just a little bit, but at the same time, nothing grind-wise feels too crazy this season. The story seems pretty cool. The activities are surely fun. The catch crash is amazing. Uh, I ran a Master of that. It's a blast. Uh, And even the regular version is fun, too. And and Master gives you a lot of good loot. Uh, I know it can vary, but what I ended up getting... On a master run was two red bar weapons, two pieces of armor. One was a high stat roll and an ascendant alloy. So, oh, nice, lots of loot. Yeah, and uh, just a little um, PSA. Uh, of course, you can, if you want to run master, you know, let us know. We can help out. But also, honestly, this goes back to the things we said before. This is an easy thing to LFG off mic. kind of like how Master Wellsprings were. It's not that hard, and if people are looking to do it, they're going to be the type of people that have enough experience. So I feel like the game should also... So you could do an LFG off mic and not worry about who you group up with, and then I also still hope the game will eventually add in Again, not for like grandmaster nightfalls necessarily or master raids, but for these master seasonal activities, they can easily add in matchmaking for those, and it would be fine. Yeah, you know, w- you only pick it if you fair. know you want, need to run it, right? So then you know kind of what you're doing, so you don't even have to be on mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's I wish they would do that, but uh but but feel free if anyone wants to run that to hit us up in the discord, create a group up posting, a bot posting, whatever, because I think it's fun, uh, the master catch catch crash yeah,
1: absolutely. same goes for raids too. I know we mentioned last episode and uh, a few of us been talking off off air about uh, new people coming and raiding. Um, you know, don't be afraid to post up and you know post your expectations you know if you are going to be new and you want you know a few people to run with you that know it you know make make that known because it is hard for six new people to run and run a raid who have never done it before it's it can be a little chaotic and a little overwhelming or take you too long but uh you know hit us up we are always happy to help run raids. yeah
0: thanks for posting that and we'll continue to try to have like sherpa groups and things like that within the communities but like what Sin said, I really you know, push everyone, don't be scared to make a posting. Uh, the good point about if you make the posting, you're guaranteed in it and you can you got to think about what your expectations are. Do you have not tons of time or do you have all the time in the world? And if, you're, if you really just want to get the clear and you don't have tons of time and if you're newer to the raid, there's nothing wrong create a posting that says preferably experienced players because I'm new at this. And there's nothing wrong writing that um, and then that way you know you're more likely to get it clear with less time. Or if you have all the time in the world and you kind of want to like learn it with other new players, then say, new players welcome, and then expect... Here's the thing. If, if you have people with experience, a raid can take an hour and a half, two hours for King's Fall. But if you bring in five or six new people, plan on three or four hours if that even getting a clear and i think knowing that is half the battle it really kind of just depends on how much time you have and what kind of experience you want and there's no wrong or right way we're, we're we don't want to have any elitist thoughts here you can go any way you want you know it's good to use words like preferable we don't want to like totally lock people out of postings but at the same time, it's okay to let people know I don't have, you know, five hours. So, preferably, people with experience to get me through my clear.
1: Right. And just to put it in perspective, um, you hadn't mentioned this yet, but we ran your uh, catalyst run for Touch of Malice last night. And the things that you have to do inside the ray to do it are very, very unique. And for the most part, what. N- other than Kato, none of none of the rest of us have run it before.
0: Yeah, he was the... Oh, Maybe and, Ed had too. yeah.
1: And it took us a little over an hour on just one part of it. And that was... Well, granted, it was the hardest aspect of trying to get the catalyst, but it, you know, just to show you that's in perspective of a whole raid where you have a lot of people who don't know, it does take a lot longer for the encounter. So again, don't Don't hesitate to ask for the Sherpas. A lot of us love to raid. We are there.
0: Yeah. A couple of things about King's Fall. This is a great raid, though. I mean, people are coming out of the woodworks. There's been tons of people interested in raiding again, people that haven't raided for a while. Um, They're coming back for King's Fall. And I'm seeing new people get clears all over the board. But a couple of suggestions I'll give is uh try to get your light level up to at least 1560 or higher you can do it lower but it will be tougher for you so um if you don't mind waiting until you're 1560 or higher uh that can help and then um uh what was the other thing i was gonna say um about king's fall geez i forget now No, that may be it. Oh, and time wise, again, well, I kind of already said this, but like if you're with a crew that has experience planning an hour and a half to two hours, and if not, you know, three or four hours or more, um, just kind of depending on what you want to do.
1: Yeah. And uh, shout out to Moose in the chat. Uh, He said he did his a little underpowered, but 1560 would definitely make it easier. Uh, This is true. We've definitely taken folks that have been underpowered and able to get them through. And it is much easier when the rest of the team is familiar and is at power or, Mm -hmm. or a little higher and we can usually pick up it, but it does make it tough. You are a lot squishier at those lower power levels.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, even, even like 1570 or higher, really, really easy, but I would say 1560 is kind of like the sweet spot or higher. Um, don't even try it all unless you're at least fifteen forty but that'll be kind of hard uh harder staying alive <laughs> so exactly but there's a lot to do in the game I mean gosh, powerfuls go up to fifteen seventy now, and then pinnacles is fifteen seventy to fifteen eighty so uh um it's not probably too hard to get to uh you know that the gift of the thunder god or whatever the hell that thing's called in the helm what was that thing called? <laughs> Uh, that chest you can get. Even if you haven't played for a while, it'll at least get you to 1540, and it can even go higher if you were already a little higher than 1540. And then you just got to do powerfuls up to like 1560 or higher, and then you're good to go.
1: You talk about the chest that gives you like a couple of pieces and armor. Yeah,
0: something like the Thunder... Yeah, Thunder Gods.
1: Gift of the Thunder Gods.
0: Gift of the Thunder Gods. Thor's chest. (laughs)
1: I happened to be loading into the hill when you said that. So it was nice.
0: And Kato it. wrote it in the chat too. Thank you,
2: sir. Yep.
0: Well, anyways, good tips on all that. Um, yeah. I got my touch of uh, malice uh, catalyst last night. That was quite interesting. Uh, <laughs> and, I do find uh,
1: I did find it fun though. It w- was uh, yeah. interesting and fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so let's see what else is going on. I don't know if anything else we want to talk about in the game. We could talk about a couple news things. Yeah. Um,
1: my my playtime has super, been super light this week, but um, yeah, let's jump into the news ooh. and tackle
0: that. The news. Let's see. This week at Bungie, we're just going to do it live. Uh, we've both skimmed over it a little bit. I don't remember it being anything too crazy. They talk about game security and you know protecting players from cheating and all that. Um, they they want to remind people that um, they think they've seen a lot of cases where people are saying, I don't remember cheating or doing anything weird, and then their accounts get locked, but What they're seeing a lot is people sharing accounts. Uh, So just a reminder to not do that. I mean, I get it, I guess. If you uh, have friends, don't want to pay for certain things with the game, people like to share accounts. We do it with Netflix and all those things. But uh, generally not a good idea with a game like Destiny to share your account with anyone because A, technically it's not allowed, and B, there's a good chance your account could get locked if you do that so and I don't, I don't know I, I, I've never talked to anyone in our communities that have done that but uh, they just kind of wanted to remind us <laughs> that that's a no no don't share your stuff Iron Banner <laughs> did you guys talk about that on the last week's show? I'm trying yeah. to remember Eruption. Um,
1: no okay <laughs> I think if we did it was a little bit um, but I've listened to a lot of podcasts on the on my commute with work this week. So I don't remember if it was ours or GDC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No (laughs) worries. Uh, what did you think about it? Uh, It's okay. I
1: played a couple matches. Just okay. Uh, Oh, I
0: loved it. A lot of people loved it. Yeah. I mean,
1: I wasn't super enthused, but also I didn't play a lot in it. And I was probably because I was also looking to potentially guild. And then I looked at the requirements and I was like,
0: maybe next time it comes around okay but can't you compartmentalize like forget the requirements just playing the game mode do you remember liking it or not really or
1: it was okay um it didn't feel overwhelmingly different than like a normal crucible match not like rift where you have those points to dunk um the little bit i played you know i do like the fact that they that icon does pop up and you can track down the person who's Whatever they call it, empowered or whatnot, the the one who's on the hunt, yeah, uh, that's kind of neat. Um, you know, it helps helps the uh, you know opposing team to be able to try to shut that down a little bit easier, uh, especially when you can see that player on the map.
0: Yeah, and then it's well, also fun for the team that has that. You you run with them, and I don't know. I feel like, yeah, so many people like control is. The purest game mode, but I've always liked just clash modes more, where you just focus on just the gunplay. And this is like a cool clash plus, is what I call it, <laughs> where it's typical, just one side versus the other, but uh, no crazy like control points or game modes or this or that. It's just it's clash with extra people just having extra buffs from time to time. I don't know. I liked it, and I didn't play tons, and but. I'll tell you, reading on Twitter and hearing from the community, there was pretty positive. Generally, I feel like people said they liked this, so I think Bungie
2: had a, a win with this uh, so far.
1: Yeah, I think it's like I said. I I wasn't too too over too overwhelmed or too swayed one way or the other.
2: I, it wasn't bad.
0: Yeah. Well, um, they said with Eruption, they saw a consistent number of players across all days, even an increase on the weekend. The number of hours played per player over the subsequent day of the week continues to increase. They interpret this generally as favorable feedback regarding the game mode. We're glad to see that this this is resonating with a large demographic of players, and we're hopeful that we're on the right track towards accomplishing our goals. Um then they talk about matchmaking and quitter penalties a little bit about skill-based matchmaking. I won't go into all the details uh, on that. One cool
1: thing they do mention here uh, just below that is the um, they say basically in interest of transparency. They wanted to kind of share how the waiting goes for the maps in crucible. Mm -hmm. And they give you a list and how the waiting breaks down, which is kind of neat. Kind of gives you insight of maybe like why you might get one map, it feels like you get the same map over and over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, they've, they've always kind of done this with even strikes also. And, and in crucible when new maps come out, it makes sense, but this is really, I think the first time they've specifically told us, like, even though we kind of knew and it makes sense. Cather- cathedral of dusk and disjunction have the full increased waiting, meaning, since they're newer maps, you're most likely to get those. Right. And then a bunch are on the full waiting list. I won't read all those. And then a few are on the reduced waiting. But here's interesting, significantly reduced waiting, the Dead Cliffs. (laughs) That's (laughs) like the least one that you'll get.
2: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um... Fall Guy stuff, don't care. (laughs) Oh, Master
2: Ray details. Oh, yes. That, uh,
0: the power level, though. It's normal. Totally normal. It was 1590 last season, so it makes sense. 1600 this one. But the interesting details is this quicker this year, this season? But September 20th, already this Tuesday, it's ready. Master's ready. I just don't know if I remember being that. I don't know if it's necessarily
1: quick enough or or quicker than normal. Yeah. Hmm.
0: It sounds about right. Well, nonetheless, it is this Tuesday, uh, whenever this episode comes out, pretty much right when you hear this, September 20th. Just a reminder of how this works. Um, Also, the normal mode challenges will be available on that day. And if you do the master, you get double... Well, normal challenges, you get the double loot, but then on Master, if you run that, you also get high stat focused armor and adept weapons and a reminder that encounters are set at a power level of 1,600, uh, which is the powerful cap plus 30. So if you aren't at least 81 and probably preferably 86 or 91, you're gonna have a hard time
1: <laughs> yeah i want to get to that 90 some point but i'm a little further away i am over 86 at least so
0: not far off but could be higher here's the thing what do we expect i'm excited for king's fall master because the cruise that uh, we've been running it a lot obviously king's Falls pretty easy we i kind of knew this quickly on um they, they try to scare us here a little bit. They say, like any master-level piece of endgame content, Master King's Fall will be hard. Like, really hard. But not impossible, so fire team up. Make sure you, to communicate with your crew. And I'll another thing here in a second. But I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing Master King's Fall could be even potentially easier for us than when Master Vogue first came out. Master Vogue was kind of a ballbuster buster for a while yeah uh who knows we'll see <laughs> so this is really funny uh, again i don't understand why people are even talking about this because most people do l1 l2 r1 r2 but for some reason people were doing the whole front versus back thing and now i'm really surprised but bungie and i know this is just one community member but bungie decides to add in or in the back <laughs> So you heard it there. Someone from Bungie says Orcs is in the back. Yes,
1: I thought that was great.
0: (laughs) I honestly don't care. I think in D1, and Des was reminding me about this, we all said Orcs was in the front, and it was known, and no one seemed to care about it. But I'm kind of on the aspect of back now, too, because if you also look at the ship... Orcs is in the very back of the ship. There's a map you can see where the raid takes place, and the ship's engine is there in the back, and then Orcs is in the very back. And a lot of captains and ships are in the very back, too, if you think about it that way. So I know some captains are in front, front of like airplanes and things like that, but uh, ships, usually captains, are in the back. So it's interesting. I don't really care, <laughs> but uh, let us know what you think. Is orcs in the back or the front? (laughs) Or does it not matter? We should do L1, L2. Oh, you want to do the the hamburger (laughs) call-outs?
1: Hamburger Um, (laughs) call-outs?
0: Like, that's not going to add more confusion.
1: (laughs) Mustard to uh, bun. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even even remember what they all were, but that was uh, great when I saw that. And I know I mentioned somewhere in one of our chats that um, definitely reminds me of The Last Wish, the... uh, um, meatball s- salad bar. Yeah, and, those uh, at least,
0: they look like what you're doing, <laughs> so you can kind of remind yourself, okay, that one's round over there, so that one's a meatball, but boy, if we're just saying random things like lettuce is R2, then we're really going to have to think about it for a while before we know what's what. <laughs> oh yeah, drafty Kingsfall or Kingsley fall. See, I want the raid title too, because it's called Kingslayer, so that's such a cool I gotta have that as Kingsley, the Kingslayer title.
1: Pizza toppings.
2: The fuck. We'll, we'll do. <laughs>
0: we'll do states again. Uh, L one right. is, is uh, California. I don't know. R two, L two is uh, Washington. R one is Florida, and R two is Maine. There you go. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> We're going Maine to Florida right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> okay and then they fix some they fix some good bugs uh in the latest update uh but there's still not 120 hertz on ps5 and series x so sucks to be you if you have a 120 hertz monitor
1: hopefully that will get fixed up uh soon one thing to mention is though they do offer up an emblem code. During one of these uh, stories that they talk about, it's just uh, the sections, one more moment of your time for a friend. It goes in about a uh, guardian uh, that's no longer with us. And at the end of that article, they do provide an emblem code.
0: Um, Oh, thanks for mentioning that. I missed that. Yeah.
2: Hmm. All right.
0: Uh, Anything else interesting in here? That's mostly it, right? Unless there's anything else you want to say.
1: That's, for the most part, pretty much it for the TWAB. And I did not through the uh, weekly story mission during all How that. Was it?
0: They're they're kind of quick it's this short. time around, right? Yeah, yeah
1: not too awful. Um, for me, it's just tidying up things I've been missing throughout the weeks. Um, I need to go back and do a lot more grinding for you know red border weapons from last season. I need a bunch of red border weapons for this season. I honestly do... Want to craft them all just so I can have them level them up. One, so I can burn through my materials because there's no need to be maxed out on them. Um, and gives me another weapon to kind of mat- like play around with and, you know, see what
2: I like. Um, I know yeah, I talked speak- a
1: little bit. Go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I'm just kind of on that topic. I've been really trying to do more with uh, builds and weapons lately it's been i finally got the bug more. uh you know i'm gonna try to potentially um craft the um the seasonal sidearm is a really good one to craft with volt shot uh maybe i'll just get a drop of it rng wise but that's one i could be bit well worth going towards um some of the King's Fall weapons, although I've already gotten tons of great ones there, uh, got my Defiance of Yasmin with Vorpal and Quick Draw, and uh, but I don't know. I'm having a little more interest with doing some builds, and I found okay. Here's the thing: I know it's still a little too early. I'm going to give Arc a little more try, and I did some pretty cool Arc builds on the Warlock. But I think when all is said and done, now that all the subclasses are out warlock solar is the top one in my book and a lot of people's books and then but void has some really good builds too that i was i spent like two hours the other night just looking at different build suggestions from plunder to booty and other youtubers and you know i, I have enough experience that i can take with a grain of salt and see okay these ones would be appealing to me or maybe they're talking these ones up too much but uh um Uh, I have a really good solar build right now, and I've been trying it because part of this build is doing the healing grenade. I'm like, freaking healing grenade. I don't like that idea because the fusion grenade is so powerful. But I'm kind of getting used to it. And I was helping some people in the raids today, like in totems. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be a support person. and, And with this build, I surely get the grenade back quickly. And so, okay, healing grenade with the warlock building with the melee and the well and uh icarus dash it's all the stuff that i like with with uh warlock and i'm pretty feel pretty invincible too with it i'm not dying at all with it that's kind of the point is you can use it in higher level content like the master Lost sectors potentially in gms down the road and in the raids and uh this this uh, solar warlock build is a lot of fun, and then I'm gonna work on a void one too for long term stuff but uh I finally used d two armor picker website, you know you know that site right Sen? or at least heard of it yes Have you used it at all ever
1: I have not um it's- I really need to there's a lot I need to do with trying to oh
0: well, I had to do trip one
1: hundreds. I've, I've really been wanting to do triple 100s, but then kind of lost well, the interest in doing it. I've gotten Do you even have the ability
0: 100? to, I guess, I, I don't, well, maybe you've held on to more stuff. Like, I can't get to triple 100 yet, but I was able to do an 80, 80, 70 build, uh, which was good enough. Uh, 80 resilience, 80 recovery, 70 discipline. And of course, with Warlock, well, with any of the ca- classes, you want that resilience, And I'm going to get the resilience up to 90 or 100 soon, but I'm even doing pretty good with 80. Uh, Warlock recovery is super important because of the class item. And then, of course, for grenades, you want your discipline up also. But the nice thing about D2 Armor Picker, which everyone already knows this, I'm sure, but you can just go there, log in. It scans everything in your inventory. You can start picking what you want. So, like, if you click... 100 resilience, it'll show you the highest you can go on something else. So if I clicked like 100 resilience, I could maybe do like a 70 recovery. And then if I click 70, then my discipline is way down low. But then if I change like resilience to 80, I could do 80 recovery and then 70 discipline. And what's really nice too is you pick along with that which exotic you want to run. So for these builds I've been doing, I have a build for Lunafaction Boots which, of course, in all the raids, the Warlocks need. But then when I don't have to have a DPS build, my preferred exotic has always been um, Transversive Steps for the Warlock. That's the one that gives you the extra fast sprint speed, and it reloads your weapons while you're sprinting. Super great neutral game exotic. So I have a build now where I can do... I can swap in and out, and it's nice because they're both boots. So I can swap in or out Lunafaction or Transversive Steps. With that, those same stats, 80, 80, 70. And now I'm just looking for, you know, I'm, I'm doing my ghost mod where I can, um, can, a lot of people know this, but I'm just talking through it and it can help for some newer players too. But I got my ghost mod where I can start focusing for some higher focused stat armor things where I can hopefully eventually get those up to 90 or 100 for some of those. And it's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I, I have a uh, ghost for that. I always forget to use it because I always forget to change them out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I had on my Ghost mod until recently um, XPN Glimmer, but now I swapped Glimmer out for a uh, Focusing mod.
1: Yeah, I haven't been too, too um, focused on the Glimmer aspect, because even if I get low, I can always exchange the materials. And with the amount of Legendary Shards that I have... Like, I'd rather just burn those and not have to worry about farming for Glimmer in that regards.
0: Yeah. Just my preference. Oh, and with this build, too, it goes off of explosion damage, so Explosive maker is definitely one of the mods you want. And let me tell you, it's a blast when you run stuff like Sunshot. <laughs> There's other weapons you can use too, but uh, I've been loving Sunshot again. Once I saw that too as a suggestion, I'm like, yes, Sunshot, one of my favorite hand cannons and exotics of all time.
1: So, yeah, it's uh, been a while since I've used that. And speaking of exotics, um, I know when we were raiding last night, we were able to two phase uh, Oryx, which has sometimes been a struggle. A lot of times we get close and then hold off and just do a third phase, not to just to wait for heavy. But I started uh, using the Taipan uh, because I was able to do my enhanced perks for enhanced firing line, enhanced triple tap, and just really set up the weapon as a DPS weapon. And it does work really, really well.
0: i um, curious what numbers you get, because I have a feeling the enhanced in these raid settings don't help at all. Do you know what numbers you were getting? I was, I was getting it was 90k. Wrong.
1: Yeah, about 90K. I think yeah. I got a little over in some instances.
0: No, it was. It was 90... It was 90... Um, 980 is what it was. So it was almost 91K. But if you're not getting higher than that, that that just go, that does go with my theory. The enhanced perks for Taipan are probably better in solo settings than... Um, well, of course, Firing Line, you got to be near someone. Right. But uh, I don't know. Triple Tap... Enhanced triple tap definitely seems like that's not any more useful in a group setting. It's better, it gives you more forgiveness. So like in a solo setting, you could, if you're not hitting your shots or something, I don't know. Not that they're bad to go for a set. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying they, they are not they are not something people have to totally strive for. The, the regular triple tap firing line is plenty good enough.
1: Yeah, there was a time that I did get over 100 and I don't remember why I got it. And it was only one time, but it could have been something like high energy fire possibly could have been maybe I, maybe... maybe I had higher energy fire proc, but not the other times uh just from running over the orbs but it it does really really good damage, and it fires quick um you know i I know you gave me a lot of grief for using sleeper a lot uh. I just never really liked the other linears. I felt like they didn't do enough damage. The Storm Chasers.
0: Chaser definitely did too. <laughs>
1: um, and it could have just been the rolls yeah. that I had. And I didn't yeah, have a firing line firing line. I think I had Vorpal 1. So there for me, it, they just didn't feel as good or as strong. So I kept with Sleeper. But using the Taipan, you know, rolled properly, set up right, works like a charm.
0: 90k, yeah, Scoot reminds us the high-energy fire won't stack with Warlock Well, but yeah, we'll have to see if you get that number again, but I'll tell you, like, when we have a well in Divinity, I always I know the numbers. It's always 90, 980, I think, is what I get with the Taipan, and boy, you go through an entire clip, I was seeing numbers like 2 mil almost (laughs) in one phase, like if we had wiped, you know what I mean? So we we knew, maybe I got a couple sniper shots in too, to be fair, but... You you know, getting close to 2 mil with one weapon, that's pretty amazing with, with the buffs and debuffs. And, of course, obviously, you probably have boss spec on it too, right? I, I know I do also. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, it is nice to get those more consistent uh, orcs down to a two-phase. Here's my little suggestion. I know a lot of times people are worried orcs going to final stand if not a lot of people have heavy i've had really good experiences a lot of times where even where we've gotten to final stand and people were worried it doesn't seem that hard to do final stand ever even when a lot of people were on primary ammo as long as you stagger the bombs correctly you know go on the one separately on the right wait for the left one don't go on it right away do that one later i would say don't worry too much about final stand with orcs uh usually i think you can get it uh pretty successfully
1: yeah last few times have not seemed at all really they weren't it was not a struggle and i don't even think we needed the second bomb when we ran it last night
2: yeah hmm
1: fun stuff fun stuff
0: well live update you got your seasonal weekly story done
1: <laughs> yeah and i've been working on um containment, just so I can get the uh, umbral energy so I can get my red border for the week. And this has
0: been kind of boring. Containment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Last I, season's I, Hell no, I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I am done with that shit. <laughs> I was bored with that. I'm, already, I'm getting a little bored of the expeditions too, but they are still a little more appealing to me than freaking containment.
1: Yeah, the only reason I'm doing it is just for the uh, umbral Energy, so I can decrypt yeah. uh, what I need. Yeah, Umbrel this.
2: <laughs> yeah, lame. What's hey, lame, Cato? Me running a uh, containment. Yes, I agree.
0: All right, well, with that, uh, unless we have any other last-minute questions in the chat, let us know if there's things you have questions about or uh, things you want to hear us talk about. I definitely do have some guests in the wings, hopefully coming up soon. Um,
1: I don't even think you told us, did
0: you? Well, I don't know if I did. I, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you off there. It'll probably ring the bell, but um, definitely can't announce... At least one of them yet and the other one i haven't scheduled yet so there's no point (laughs) but uh yeah otherwise yeah otherwise uh stay on the edge of your
1: seats and just wait
0: stay on the edge of your seats and continue to let us let people know about us we've had a lot of great people join lately all you have to remember is our website theguardianhub.com because there everyone will have what they need to join the discord join the client if they want get information about the podcast. It's all on the website. And uh, don't worry, we'll, we'll mention the website again here. <laughs> Send.
1: Soon, yep. I was not Soon. saying it. Not Tra- saying it yet.
0: Trace rifles, good or bad? It's an interesting question. I mean, when you consider things like Divinity, pretty necessary. Uh, I think trace rifles are way cool. They just... They're just lower on the list of something I would ever personally consider a lot.
1: Yeah, meh. Divinity is not really. Only if I had like a red border prior and I needed to get it completed. Um, But now I pretty much delete them.
0: And we got the exotic trace rifles of, of the different elements.
2: I seem to remember liking the Void one a fair bit
0: forget what it's called now i hope he would we have a question for the show sin are you planning on getting king slayer this season or are you gonna get it next season <laughs> that's a question from Cato. <laughs>
1: um i wouldn't mind getting it this season so i will do what i can and hopefully i mean with master coming out hopefully um this coming week I can be up to par and maybe just knock out, you know, a challenge at a time, even if it's just one challenge a week and then getting a checkpoint and doing the last one the last week. Um, I wouldn't mind. Uh, Cause it took me forever to get Vogue. Um,
0: Val. Oh, you were even talking bit. about Val. You missed the one for a while. Yeah. Vogue, um, Vogue we didn't really try Val you were trying and then you missed and then we eventually when we tried Vogue we got it quickly and easily easier than I thought we would have yeah
1: and I don't to, to Kato's point there I don't want to miss out and have to wait weeks in order to get one thing I missed so I would like to get it I would definitely like to get it this season
0: well I will have to see especially with how your crazy schedule is with work
1: <laughs> exactly
0: You'll be like, it's end of month. I can't play. I got to stay at the dealership till one in the morning. <laughs> well, I mean, the
1: good news is I am off on Sunday. So even if I, like last night, I was super exhausted, but, um, you know, stuck it out just to get a few things done and, uh, waited through that hour long, uh, took take, take, us an, what in a total, about an extra hour and a half or so for the, for the catalyst run portion. And stuck it out for that. So I don't mind, you know, staying up on the weekends because I can sleep in a little longer on Sunday. And I'm off on Wednesday or um Thursday. So even on a uh, Wednesday night, we can try to knock something down.
0: Yeah. Yep. Sleep in. Can you really or do you ever have family things that wake you up?
1: Um. Well, Thursday would be my daughter. I would have her, but she's. Yeah. Like, she doesn't go anywhere. She'll, she'll wake me up before coming downstairs, so. And she's not too, too needy. Like, she'll uh, watch a little TV, and then about 9 o'clock, if, she want, if she's hungry, she will go downstairs and get breakfast. So,
2: not awful. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, he says, that- Why stay so late? Uh... When you have customers in the car business, you stay until the last person leaves.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit earlier in the show, Sylvie, but uh, you can uh, scan back and hear that uh, when we post it. Sin's work life will be crazy from
2: time to time. (laughs) (laughs) this.
0: All right, let's uh, wrap this up. So we have a nice tidy show uh, for this week, and uh, let's also remind people we have a Patreon. Uh, no worries, no one's forcing you to join it. Uh, we only have nice. one level right now. It's only five bucks a month. It helps us, you know, keep the lights on with different subscriptions and bots we have and stuff like that. And if you do happen to join it, you get some cool perks: a private channel in our Discord. Special thanks from us. You can change the hosts' names in the Discord if you want. You can do some other special things. uh, Or just feel good. Or even if you don't want to do any of those things, feel good about supporting the show. But this will continue to always be a free show. And don't worry if you can't or do not want to help out the show that way. Uh, For those that do, we do really appreciate it, though. And then... um, What else? Uh, Let's talk about our sign-outs, I guess. (laughs) Uh, First, you can find me uh,
1: timing out Rodimus for threatening to delete channels. Kidding. Or in the Discord next to you and Dez. Or on Twitter at sin (laughs) underscore media. Yeah. It says bring it on. Uh, And Kingsley do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Where can they uh, find it? I suppose you? I do.
0: But uh, <laughs> also, Rodimus, we do occasionally actually delete channels. So join the Patreon if you want. We are actually willing to do that and do actually delete channels from time to time. I've been Hence a fan of that group myself.
1: And the old group up, old group up is now Well, that related. was a
0: one for one. But no, I've actually deleted, actually had net negative or deletions whatever anyways but uh, we'll talk we'll have our people talk to your people but uh, you can find me as Kingsley Mac all the places uh, including on Twitter I am now Kingsley Mac you can find our show as the Guardian Hub on Twitter or our lovely website theguardianhub.com the best hub on the net thank you Sin and thanks everyone for listening in the live show and giving us your feedback and any questions you might have. And we will talk to you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye! If you want to, you can uh, just, uh, you can click on your name and then I forget what you picked, but I invited you to speak if you want to. Moose, you raised your hand and then here's Sylvie. Yep. There we go. Sorry. I was Hello, trying you to know. run Master Night or Legend Nightfall at the moment as well. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, don't make us think you have to speak, but. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm just bouncing between tabs. That's all.
1: Yeah. Here, let's just do this. I want to just invite everybody. Let the floodgates open.
0: Oh, you're doing yeah. that sin? Jeez, okay. I thought everyone was like raising their hands, or you're like inviting everyone. Yep. Let <laughs> hey, the uh, chaos.
1: Flood open. Oh Pure no. Chaos. Oh, oh yes.
0: yes. What's going on? I'm scared.
1: We should be first night. I've been able to join.
0: Hey, what's up?
2: <laughs>
0: good to good to have everyone here. Well, is this is yeah, another um, channel to hang out with. Well, we have we. <laughs> no. Kind of been doing just a little fun gimmicky thing afterwards, Guardian Hub after dark. You know, do people just talk after the podcast? Mm.
1: In all fairness, I did cut out a a lot of what Nalsey said last
0: week. Hey, there's no promise that anything you say here (laughs) will end up on the show, but it may. So do be aware also.
1: It might have been a little sensitive to some people. I was like, I'm just gonna just err on the side of caution and take out the sensitive stuff. Understandable. I'm say,
0: he, he did talk until damn near the end of my shift. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: he Yeah. yeah. Mm. Sometimes you just have to. I gotta go. You know. Oh no! <laughs> I, 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 I exactly was down at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it gets to be
1: about you know ten o'clock at night. Everybody's everybody's gone. Everybody works kind of head down, just trying to finish the night out.
2: Yeah.